know? they would not. That's exactly right. Well, and, and it's the things that you, you can't buy or the things that when you don't have them, you're really grateful for. Talk to somebody who lost their eyesight, how they would give thanks for their eyesight every day. Talk to, you know, my, my poor mom was in a nursing home who can't read or feed herself now. Oh my um, and can't get up. I mean, talk to her about the, the joy of being able to go to the, uh, go for a walk or go to the bathroom under your own right. power. I mean, it's, it, it completely changes your perspective when you think of it that way. Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. All righty, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached Habits to Goals. Habits to Goals, of course, is the only podcast that is consistently reminding you it is far less about the to-do list and far more, for lack of a better term, about the habit list, about the core recurring behaviors, the habits that you are going to focus on in a recurring fashion, and yes, you're going to track them to reach your goals. Today, I've gone deep. <laughs> I I just had to call my my good buddy, my great friend, Henry J. Evans, back into the studio. Technically, he's on the line. Um, he knows we are, I don't know, three or four episodes into season five. He's excited for us, but I'm really thrilled to get back in touch with him, connect on several issues, and first we'll say hi, and then I'll let you, listener, know what we are going to chat about. So, Henry, with that, my good friend, how are you doing today? Doing wonderful. Thanks for having me, Martin. Great to be here, and great to be back on the podcast, and yeah, really excited. This is just a phenomenal topic. And we were talking about this before we started the recording. And I think it's just a very timely topic for many reasons. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward it to is it. going to be fun. And before we go there, uh, just a bit of a tease. You know, I got to say, <laughs> people are always asking me about Henry. Um, <laughs> because you, you, I don't even know if it was season three or two. But you, uh, just did such a bang up job as my co-host and, and I'm still honored, uh, to have you participate like that. So anyhow, having said that, let's, let's get into it today. Before we started, I did share with Henry that, that I'd like the theme to be, and I don't know if it's just November or if it's just the stars aligning, but the fact is the topic is getting unstuck. And, and we've just rolled out what is a free course with the exact same name, getting unstuck or get unstuck. And it's free until 1116. So the, the question that I don't know the answer to, hopefully, this is going to come out before that becomes not free, if that makes sense. So anyhow, yeah, really heavy topic, um, getting st- stuck and then being stuck and then getting unstuck. And, and so I guess 
the first statement, I'll throw something out there, Henry, is, and I put this on the description of the course page, It, in my mind, it's not a question of it, whoever we are, we're going to come to a point in our life where we get stuck. There's peaks, there's valleys, um, there's plateaus. And then, so it's not a question of if it's going to happen to us, it's just how do we respond? And so that's kind of how I'm teeing it up and, uh, feel free to say. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a perfect point of clarity. Cause I think, you know, when we see people that are having a lot of success in one way or another, uh, a friend of mine comes to mind that just a ton of financial success, but is having real areas of being stuck in other parts of his life. And so, um, you know, it can also be, relevant to specific areas. So, Hey, fitness is going great, but work isn't going so great or family is going great. And, you know, kids aren't doing as best as they could and should be doing. So, um, even if you might not consider yourself stuck, there might be parts of your life that are stuck. And I think we all go through that. That's a brilliant way to put it. Um, absolutely. The, the holistic view, there's so many dimensions. There's, there's always the core four, right? Mind, body, spirit, and social. At least that's really how the habit factors have been designed and presents it. But having said that, the audience, the users of the app wanted at least three more, and they are related to finance, adventure, and professional or, or business. And you know, depending on how many ways you want to slice it, you can, you can keep certainly going. Um, so that's really important. Yeah. I've never, I remember taking a workshop. <laughs> I, I want to say like 10 years ago and the guru teaching, he wanted us to do that wheel of life experiment. And I'm sure you're familiar with that where you rate, you know, one to 10, very much um, yep. your finances, your health. Yeah. And so I said to him, <laughs> have you ever had anybody with, you know, super high scores in every dimension? And he said, no. So, so I think that speaks to the you know, dynamism, if you will, the dynamic quality of life and the fact that, you know, balance is a moving target. You you do something over here on the left, then you got to, and you put your time and attention there and then you move over to the right. And so I love that you brought up the dimension, dimensionality of it all. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. And it's funny too, if you look at people that are more successful in one area. I mean, I, I think about a tennis player that I was looking at and he's a pro and, you know, his, it sounds like his, you know, personal life is kind of a disaster area. Um, but he is, you know, he sure is great on the court. And there's a lot of people I think are like that. You know, you look at, uh, you know, take somebody like Charlie Sheen, probably not the ideal parental role model, but um, <laughs> boy, that guy sure could act for a while there. <laughs> yeah. No, and 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 so that that gets into a whole other discussion in terms of what one's definition of excuse me success is like like right. 
it's a great philosophical, you know, is Charlie Sheen successful? Well, as an actor, hard to argue uh, not, but you could certainly make the case otherwise uh, in other aspects of his life. So, yeah. And, you know, and, and it's, and it's funny cause it's like, is, is finance the measure of success? Is it health? I can tell you people that have money that would trade it all for having their health back. Is it, you know, youthfulness or is it energy um, or an abundance of loving people that care about you? Or is it some combination of all of that? But that's interesting. He said that nobody had all of those at the same time is what he said. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I, I'm not surprised by that. I, I think because there's so many dimensions to, to wellness that you put your attention here and then something else will suffer. And yeah. the key, so I'm just thinking of, of a couple of things here. Um, the first is identifying, you know, I used to do something called success skills where you volunteer, you go into high schools. Some of these were some of the more uh, underprivileged high schools is probably a good way to put it throughout the mm-hmm. county. And the course was called success skills. So I'd ask the students, you know, at first it was raise your hands and it was stand up, but I would say, who wants to be a success? Everybody raises their hands, right? <laughs> 100%. And then the the question is, who can give me, you know, define, tell me what it is success is. And every hand would go down. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it becomes hard. I don't know what it is, but I want it. Yeah. And it's hard to hit a target you can't see. So that became incredibly um, both enlightening and and problematic. And, And so as I began to analyze that, I wanted to see what the course taught. And the course said, success equals creating your future. And I thought that was so interesting mm. because, because I found a slight problem with it, Henry. You could, you could go live in a garbage can and you could be creating your future. So I inserted one small word, <laughs> creating your ideal future. Love it. Yeah, there's a there's a statement that Earl Nightingale had. Or he defined success as the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Yeah. Which means if you're on the road um, of something worthy, absolutely. And, and it's such a fascinating word that I keep coming upon. I'm going to do a whole separate mind bullet on... Uh, ideal. And, and just to go further on this, cause I know we're not yet into the unstuck topic, but this is so fascinating. Brian Tracy, uh, has a great quote that's just bouncing around in my head right now. It's, it's basically set peace of mind as mm-hmm. your highest goal and organize your life around that. Now that may sound a little, sound a little foo foo and how the hell, you know, how the hell am I going to do that? But at the end of the proverbial day without peace of mind, I don't know if success is possible, right? Totally agree. Yeah. I, I think that's, if you think about what everybody wants at the end of the day, having that peace of mind and a, 
level of contentment and happiness with your situation. I think that's really what, what most people are looking for. Yep. So those, there's probably eight different calls and interviews and topics to between happiness, success and peace of mind. But today we are going to talk about getting unstuck. And I think, again, we've all been there. So how can I start this? I, I guess if, and I can start or you can start, but my, my question to you is, when you find yourself in this place, Henry, are are there any fallbacks, tools, uh, techniques, things you do to to kind of rattle yourself, rattle your cage, and get yourself out of that state? Yeah. So the state of stuckness, right? So the so the biggest you know hack around this that I've found, and 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 I'd be curious because I'd like to ask the same question back to you. Well. Well, two things. One is be around people that are living your ideal. So let's just say it was a fitness thing, which is one of mine right now. And so I have a uh, an office that I moved into a few months ago, which is literally right at the beach um, in San Diego, kind of in the in the in the Solana Beach area. So I'm literally, you know, look out at the water from my desk now and talk about being in a fit environment. There's literally all day people outside <laughs> and, you know, running. So, and, and, and really that was the second one. And so it's, so it's, it's be around the people that are doing the things you want and then change your environment. I remember, um, beautiful, uh, Tony Robbins said once, and, and this always stuck with me. If you aren't happy with something, get up and just move your body and change your environment. And, there's a lot you can do from you know chugging a glass of water, doing 25 push-ups and 25 jumping jacks that'll completely change your state. So those are kind of two little hacks that I've used on that front. I'd be curious, same same kind of question for you on that one. Yeah, well, um, so it's funny. I think one of the the quotes he uses is "motion creates emotion." Yes. So yeah, getting moving. Um, how many times I haven't wanted to go for a run um, or a jog and just and been in, a, you know, just a bad state. And then I force myself to go do it. And like you said, fortunately, it's, you know, at a beach or a bay. And, and by the time you get back, you're in a completely different state. And, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of, something that keeps coming up is, is to be stuck means your state is not favorable. So, so the other thing I go back to is, and this is something we've talked about a bit, Henry is focus. Like what we focus on, we feel, we tend to feel. So whatever it is, and usually we're, we're caught up in our own head and our own stories and What's crazy about that is our story is total BS because we're just making it up and it could, right. it could be totally false. Um, well, and, and oftentimes I think it, it probably is. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. It, it's like oftentimes you, you think about um, when you study fear of taking action or not taking action, you know, fear stands for, you know, anticipated pain, 
So right. it means that in some point in the future, you're anticipating some pain and anticipation in its own nature is in the future and the future isn't here. It's completely in our imagination. So yeah. how do you want to paint the future? And are you going to paint it with a brush of, you know, fear and making the wrong choices? Or are you going to paint it with the brush of making the right choices, going in the right direction and, and having faith and boldness and confidence? That's fascinating. <laughs> it's because when you're stuck, you're focusing on some BS story Yep, that is keeping you from moving. So getting in the right state and, and you're, it's probably fear-based mm-hmm. as you, so that old quote, you know, if you're focusing something about, yeah, when you are seeing your obstacles, basically your focus is in the wrong place, right? Right. Exactly. So, so recognizing that you're looking at the wrong thing, that you're focused on the wrong thing, redirecting your focus, then taking action. And, you know, something else that occurs to me that that I find I'm doing mostly habitually here, and and when it fades away, I'll start tracking it again, is, is reading for five or ten minutes right when I wake up. So I'll just grab... Mm whatever I have a stack of books by my bed and, and lately it's been the magic of thinking big. Oh, one of my favorites. Oh, I know. It's just my, it's so ripped up and it's such an old classic and, um, but it's, it's fantastic. And then more recently now it's a Zig Ziglar. It's a see you at the top and man, he's so funny. He's just got amazing story after story. So what I find is two or three minutes, five minutes reading something like that, and I'm fired up to just get out of bed. All right, a quick timeout. Thank you very much. I hope you are digging this interview. I wanted to share with you really quickly. I just sent out one email last week. Well, depending on when you're listening, the point is we're doing a free course the response has been overwhelming. 35, 38, I think people are now piling in. This is a free course only until 1116. It's called Get Unstuck. If you're feeling stuck, that is not the problem. The question is, how are you going to respond? We all know some people who do nothing and a year turns into two years and tragically decades. It's almost like being, being, excuse me, boiled like that frog by one degree without ever knowing, boiled to death. Don't be, <laughs> don't be that frog. Don't be that guy, that gal. Check it out. It's free again to 1116. It talks you and walks you through step by step the habit factor methodology. The PAR Methodology Plan Act, Record, Reassess. It is the proven process to get you unstuck, headed where it is you want to be going. If you go to the Habit Factor site or the podcast site or even look at the the liner notes from this episode, we will hang a link to this course. Get it while it's free. After 1116, it will not be free. 
Get after it. Thank you. Let's get back to this great interview. Peace. So that's such so a exposing yeah, yourself to other ideas, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and, and it's almost on some level, Martin, it's almost as if you're, you're tapping into the wisdom of that person when you read their words and um, how you start your day is usually how your day ends up. Um, and, you know, I started my day today. I did, you know, you know, push-ups and sit-ups right when I first got up and, you know, said some prayers and I might have to do a little reading tomorrow also, but yeah, it just sets the tone for the day. Well, that's great too. And speaking of focus, something we didn't say a big cliche these days, but, but cliche for a reason is this idea of, of gratitude, right? Like if you're focused on things you're grateful for, and they can be as simple as air, <laughs> you know, the mm-hmm. fact that you can see, you have feet, you have hands, you uh, have a car, you have a job, you know, whatever it is, a family. It, the point is it's, there's so many, I saw a tweet a while ago. I thought it was incredible. What would happen if you woke up tomorrow with the things you were grateful for today? <laughs> That's awesome. Isn't that amazing? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Most people wouldn't be waking up. No, know? they would not. That's exactly right. Well, and and it's the things that you you can't buy or the things that when you don't have them, you're really grateful for. Talk to somebody who lost their eyesight, how they would give thanks for their eyesight every day. Talk to, you know, my my poor mom was in a nursing home who can't read or feed herself now. Oh my um, and can't get up. I mean, talk to her about the the joy of being able to go to the uh, go for a walk or go to the bathroom under your own right. power. I mean, it's, it, it completely changes your perspective when you think of it that way. Huh? Yeah. So, so, I mean, look, all very solid. I mean, I, I think a solid recipe for getting unstuck. I want to see if I can recap. So it's change focus. Well, and then I wanted to ask you too, because I know that. Go ahead. Um, because I know that you've done a lot on the on the fitness side, and I think you just—I'm uh, not sure if, if you made that blog post public yet, but I know it's going to be by the time people hear this, um, where you're actually doing kind of a public declaration of your fitness goals, which I found really inspiring. So I'd love to hear your thought specifically on the let's just call it fitness unstucking yourself. Yeah, well, um, I didn't look at it like that, but I certainly should have. And, and more to the point of being a recipe. So, so the post just says, look, 18 months ago, um, I was, pro- <laughs> I was probably 16 pounds heavier than I wanted to be. And not probably I was. So that was checking in at about a buck 94.6. About, about. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The post goes on to say that as of the writing, a buck 78.8. So 16 pounds later. Now, this is over 18 months, but, but really the point of the post was, first of all, it took the awareness, the acknowledgement of, hey, this isn't something I'm liking. It was affecting my energy and and then knowing, as I like to say, I had a few tricks up my sleeve as it relates to behavior modification, right? 
habit crafting. Um, I just did what I write about in the book and this idea that, look, a nail is driven out by a nail. Some wise man said this many moons ago. So habit is overcome by habit. And so what that means is you don't try to kill a habit, you replace it. And so a large part of the post is about the key to putting the self into self-discipline is substitution, which is actually a fairly simple. So instead of eating chips in the afternoon, I ate, you know, I got them right here, blue diamond almonds um, (laughs) or peanuts. And boy, what a huge difference that makes. And then uh, watching the beer intake and what were the others is salads instead of sandwiches. And, and so for every, you know, instead of a bagel in the morning, it's, it's a couple boiled eggs. And so the body fat went dropped from 16.3, another about, which was exact because <laughs> it's from a, a dunk tank to 13 even, but that was as of last May. I don't have, I mean, we're recording this now five, almost six months later, which just means I'm due. I was going to wait till the new year to check in. My, my guess is I'm around 12.8. So you asked, I'm sharing the story. The, the, the only other thing that I feel really good about is 12 years prior I did the same dunk tank test and had essentially the same weight and the body fat was 14%. So I actually set the clock back um, and I didn't know where we were going to go here, but I might as well share it. 12 years. Um, my body wow. fat decreased by almost three pounds and my lean muscle mass gained by almost three pounds. So, um, and what has that done for my energy? It's been incredible. Absolutely I amazing. Say, yeah, I mean, the benefits, your energy. Well, and I saw that video you did where you're on that. I don't even know what you call that, that balance. Oh, you saw that? I saw that. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's a whole other discussion. But yeah, that's called a slack line. And it's been incredibly addicting to just... Uh, learn how to balance on, it's essentially a tightrope. In fact, I think the mind bullet a week or two ago was, was about learning that maneuver where I bounce off my butt up to the, up to my feet. And the short story, just to get you up to speed is I couldn't see it. And in, because I couldn't see it, I couldn't do it. And so the mind bullet was about seeing. In fact, I use Zig's quote. He says, you have to see the reaching and, you know, around goal achievement, you have to see the reaching. He had such a great way with words. So we covered a lot of ground there. Uh, Yeah, that's, that is the story behind the body weight and body fat and, and substituting an existing behavior with a new one. And so now, and so now is it safe to say you as kind of, you know, understanding habits, you know, better than anybody else I know that this, this corresponds to anything. If you want to stop watching television, what's the other habit you're going to do when you excellent, you know, excellent sit example down to do that? Or if it's, 
you know, have a beer with your friends and yep. okay, now you order in Odul's and when you yep. go out, I mean, whatever it might be. No, you're spot on. It, it's just uh, substituting mm. the behavior. The, the TV one is an excellent one. You know, you have the urge to go flip on the TV and, and, you know, instead you open up a book, find a quiet place. But the other key to, I think, bring this all home, Henry, is on all fronts is, is the tracking component. I tracked my weight for six months. Every day I weighed in and I wrote it down. What does that do? That reaffirms my attention, my intention, and my focus, right? Every day. So I wasn't tracking 60 habits. I was tracking, well, in this case, there were two two key ones. The other one was meditating. But the point is tracking is a mechanism that helps you get unstuck, helps one get unstuck. Love it. Um, and it's probably a perfect segue to revisit this concept. So the get unstuck course, which talks you and takes you step by step through the habit factor methodology, including how to track with all the templates. There's even some quizzes. There's mindset. There's a bunch of modules and it's all free until 1116. So that is designed to help people get unstuck and it, and it reinforces a lot of what we just talked about here. And then where do they go to get that Martin? If they want to get that, um, they just go to the good point, the habit factor site, the habit factor.com and, or the podcast site, which is podcast.thehabitfactor.com. On both of those front pages, I'm almost certain there will be, you know, a little widget, uh, an ad, if you will, on the, on the right hand column for the course. And it's called Get Unstuck. So that's the easiest way to find that. Love it. And, and, and if they, don't see this in time. What's the, what's the price point you're thinking that that's going to be, which, and, and, and just a caveat here, doesn't matter what it is. It's going to be worth it. Um, but what's, you know, what yeah, you uh, we're sorting through that. I think it's going to be $79 because, yeah. uh, well, there's, there's, there's a lot of reasons it should be a lot more, but the point is I want, to make it accessible. And of course it's going to be money back and all that good stuff. But, but I think it's going to be free by the time this airs. And well, so you know what? Like so said, cool about already in, a, in about a week, we already have 50 people in. So I'm really thrilled about that. Love it. Yeah. And I mean, you know, what's so cool about it though, is, you know, I would even argue it's, it's better because you know, you're, your attention tears tends to go where the where the money goes, and right. so yeah. Well, even if you do get it free and you get in, if you do it and get results, you know, you know, I think they still should pay for it because again, you know, people value what what they invest in. And remember, years ago, one of my first mentors, a guy named Matt Fury, told me the story of his 
high school wrestling coach, a famous guy, I think a, uh, an Olympic champion named uh, Dan Gable. And he went up to his room and gave him a book that he wanted uh, my mentor, Matt, to read. And he said, here's the book. And Matt said, oh, great. And he said, let me see your wallet. And this wasn't a guy you said no to because he was big and strong. And <laughs> yeah, good. no, he you up. So he handed over his wallet. Guy opens it up. This is in college, mind you. Takes out all of his cash and hands it back. <laughs> and Matt's like, what the heck? He said, well, I know now you're going to read it. That's so. <laughs> yeah, well, it's so funny you brought that up. We, trust me, I... I wrestled with doing it free because people do not value free. Um, and the last guest I just had on, he was the one that brought this up about something he was doing. He's like, I love coaching people for free, but the problem is they don't value it. And then we had this whole discussion. I shared, I have an app that's identical in features and capability and really results. And yet the free one is probably an average of three star rating while while the paid one for ten bucks has an average rating of like four and a half. So And it's and it's it's probably the same stuff. It's exactly <laughs> the same. And it's it's yeah. a perfect example of people because look, if I sign up for a free car, I might go in, I might not go in. I don't I don't look, if I have to pay money, I'm gonna uh invest my time, hopefully. So yeah, the that. idea is yeah. unveiling it. We were gonna we we're gonna make it free, and we feel really, really good about the the course and the output and what's gonna happen. I should say, uh oh, I just saw a note: internet connection unstable. Um, there sounds I, fine to me. You know what? Why. That's good. I'm gonna uh, also share this. This is a bit of a uh, a leak. We're gonna do Henry a contest. <laughs> I didn't know. I, was gonna, I didn't know. Yeah. So I I got to pick the dates, but but whether you you're in for free or paid, um, there's gonna be a tracking period of of one month, and the people that produce their tracking data and do a little essay or video or both. We've done this in the past. It's been a huge hit. Um, there's gonna be money to be won. So. I'm in. Count yeah. me in, brother. <laughs> yeah, well, I think you're you're not eligible as a as a friend. Um but but the rules haven't been written up, so maybe we'll work you in somehow. I will I will I will donate any winnings to to a nice charity. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I like that. Um all right. Well yeah, this was not meant to be some sort of uh promotion for the course other than <laughs> to the extent that it was going to help people get unstuck. So if that leads them to the course, great. If they take away the things we talked about, fantastic. Um, but I'm very grateful you took the time tonight to uh, have this discussion about things like success, balance, peace of mind, multiple dimensions of our well-being and getting unstuck. Henry, as always, you were brilliant. Do you have anything, any final comments, sir? Love it. This was super helpful and highly encourage everybody. Uh, I think it's just very generous of you and really paying it forward and sharing that. So I look forward to checking it out myself and, and always a pleasure, my friend. Well, it's funny you say that. There's this strange uh, feeling like this is what 
I'm supposed to be doing. I'm, uh, in other words, <laughs> if it's helped, you know, a hundred people, it should be helping a thousand. If it's helped a thousand, it should be helping a million. There, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of, uh, value here and there's no point in not promoting it, marketing it and sharing it. And so again, I appreciate you helping with that effort and, all right, man. Until next time. Anyways, I'm going to circle back on the back end. I'll make sure you get an invite too. And, uh, we'll talk soon, buddy. Sounds good. Take care my friend. You're a great man, Mr. Henry J. Evans. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by audible.com. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from. If there's one thing I know, and I think Jim Rohn was the one who said this originally, in five years, the difference in your life will be largely based upon two things, the books you've read and the relationships you have fostered. Doesn't it make sense to take advantage of the downtime, whether you're on the road on a run, in the gym, kill a couple birds with one stone, get a book going. It's phenomenal. It's The more people I turn on to it, the more uh, compliments I get. Not that I've actually done anything. 180,000 titles to choose from. You get one free book a month, 30% off any other book. Again, check it out. AudibleTrial.com forward slash habits to goals. I'm going to say that again real quick. AudibleTrial.com forward slash habits to goals. And that is the number two. And of course, when you support our sponsors, you are supporting the show. So thank you again. I am extremely grateful. We'll see you at the next episode.